Fishy dodgy go call TJ. Well, good evening. So we've uh, been discussing the chastising of Kaliya, Kali Krishna Kijai. And um, so far we've d uh, discussed at some length the uh, introduction to the Leela that's included the the interesting fact of its being narrated by Sugadev out of chronological order and um, we also spoke about the history of Kaliya's coming to the Jamuna, and by way of that, the uh, Garudas was influenced and discussed at some length. Garuda Jikijai. That actually history in the Bhagavatam comes after the narrative, based on further inquisitiveness of Parikshit Maharaj, but we've placed it first, and at this point, uh, uh, given those facts uh, and the conditions that resulted from Kaliya's coming to the Jamuna, we heard a little bit about uh, Krishna's concern, practically speaking, and that day went by without him thinking about some heroic, um, taking some heroic measures to deal with with Kaliya, given, um, among other things, but given the central position of Jamuna, Jamuna Devi Kijai, hmm? as from a practical environmental point of view, from a uh, point of view of economy in terms of commerce, uh, for the people of Braj, the Jamuna was very important to, of course, the more esoteric idea of the Dham being a manifestation of Krishna himself, the Jamuna in that um, form 
being analogous to his central nervous system, and and particularly the Shushumna Nadi, that is said that the yogis um, enter into in order to come out the Brahmarandram and attain their their ideal, which, as we've explained, devotees attain simply by bathing in the in the Jamuna. Hmm. Nice example was given of Gop Kumar in Braj. Um, he was so absorbed in his uh, practice as he related to his student Jana Sharma that the invisible Leela that's always present in Braj, I've posited a too too soft and one hard form of what's called the uppercut or unmanifest leela. The uppercut means like invisible, the invisible leela. There's the visible leela that's played out when Krishna appears and so forth. And then there's the ongo even when he's not here, the ongoing invisible leela uh, in 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 Vrindavan, in Braj, on earth, that can be witnessed, experienced by devotees living there, and by extension, because Rupa Goswami has explained that while Maturavas, or living in Maturamandal, or the Braj, is one of five very potent angas of bhakti, Sadhusanga, Nam Kirtan, Bhagavat Shravan. Hmm? Um, uh, Sadhusanga, not what well, we, you understand, Nam Kirtan, Bhagavat Shravan, hearing the Bhagavatam, worship of the deity, and living in Maturamandal, or living in Braj. These are, out of all the angas of bhakti, the limbs, of bhakti, for practicing bhakti, um, he's Rupa Goswami uh, gives some special focus on these five at the end of his discussion, and uh, so and therein, with regard to the potent anga of living in Braj. It's uh, mentioned perhaps in the commentary of Ajiva Goswami that, and if you can't live there physically, to live there mentally. Hmm? So, to live there physically, it's possible. Of course, to live there physically and have the experience of the ongoing Leela is to really live there meditatively while you're there. You appear physically, but you're uh, living within, so to speak. And you may see what other people cannot see, who are also physically present. Um, but again, if you can't live in the Dom, then it said you can live there mentally, construct it, so to speak, mentally. So in both of those forms, I, I've kind of compared in the soft forms of the unmanifest, and then there's the hard form in which uh, 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 which one is said to attain ultimately in Golok, the Braj. In Goloka, the Gokul within the world of the lotus of, of Goloka, hmm. never to return. The general course, of course, is to first take birth in the Prakat Leela on earth when it's going on, hmm. and uh, and then go to the Aprakat Leela. But there are exceptions. Gopakumar was, was an exception, uh, as related in Brahma Bhagavatamrita. So I think we heard this, maybe I read some of it. Uh, as I paraphrased it, he was absorbed in his hearing and chanting of his favorite names of Krishna, remembering corresponding 
Leela's Leela's was corresponded with those names for him in this case. He was in Sakirasa. Um, and he began to see the Leelas there in, in Braj. And then Krishna disappeared. Then he ran after him. And he, and he fell into the Jamuna. Hmm? And then he describes that within the Jamuna he was transported through the different worlds. For example, that he had gone step by step through just all at once and ended up in Golok. So, a portal within the portal. Hmm? So, an importance of Jamuna. It's a Incidentally, as an aside, for the uh, there's another Vaishnava Sampradaya that was uh, um, prominent during the time of Mahaprabhu in Braj, um, the leader of which was Balabits, an addition, so to speak, of the um Dwaiti, or uh, the Vishnu Swami Sampradaya, Vaishnava Sampradaya. Balaba was a contemporary of Mahaprabhu, and for their sect. Jamuna is the most holy place because after the Rasalila, gopis and Krishna bathe in the Jamuna. So they have uh, give a lot of um, emphasis to Jamuna, as we do in the ways in which I've, I've spoken about it. So given the central position, the polluting of the Jamuna, even though it was south of the community, hmm, and therefore... It, it didn't affect them directly. Nonetheless, it was very much a, uh, a sore point for him, and um, it was it was it's an ancient story. So this happened a long time ago. So he had been there for a long, long, long time. So the history was known, hmm? um, and as such. Uh, while Krishna was now herding and wandering playfully throughout the forests of Braj, he was repeatedly uh, cautioned, instructed not to go to the Kaliya Lake. Whatever you do, you don't go there. You don't go there. And of course, uh, this uh, emphasis on the part of Yashoda was fostered onto onto Balaram, who took it. As uh, as his his duty, his service, and friendship to Krishna, <clears throat> and um, so although, and you and you can imagine, Krishna thought daily about going there, hmm, and therefore the caution, given his age, not to go there, was nothing but counterproductive. Mm -hmm. hmm? The forbidden fruit is always sweeter. It's so, uh, so this is the tension hmm, that's mounting within him, and he needs an opening, right? And not only to show to what Balaram told him, you cannot, you cannot go there. Don't go to the, to the Jumuna Lake. So, Krishna was looking for an opening, right? So fortunately. As we continue, Krishna did not have to wait long for the desired opening to make its appearance. Gopal Champu explains, On the day that Balaram's birth constellation arrived, like a guest appearing in the Braj assembly, Balaram was kept in the house to observe the auspicious bathing ritual. So, this is uh, not his birthday, but the day that his birth 
uh, constellation appears within the month, so there's like a mini birthday. So they had annual birthdays, minor monthly birthdays, and it's a very, very family-friendly idea that's so much in appearance-wise in, in contrast to the typical overtly, as it would seem, spiritual tiagi, the, 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 the renunciate, living with nothing, holding on to nothing, not attached to friends, family, place, residence, don't get attached to anything because you can't keep it, hmm? uh, dressing in ashes, whatever may be the case, and so forth. It's such a, on its face, overtly, a contrast that it's very difficult, you can understand, to, to grasp it in the context of the Vedic society and those living for centuries and generations in that world view, what the Bhagavatam is about, it's, it's very difficult to understand. Hmm? Therefore, it said, Nasta Prayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavatam. You had to study regularly, serve the person Bhagavatam. Hmm? Love, as I've said sometimes, has a tendency to hide itself even as it wants to distribute itself as well. It can't be appreciated, so it recedes to its own own circle, so to speak. Hmm? So the, the Braj Lila, it's, 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 like I said, that we have some, some scar interest in this. It's very, very rare on the persons, however lowly we are in terms of attaining it, or uh, even in terms of other spiritual practitioners and other paths, maybe relatively further along on their path, so to speak, and more, quote-unquote, spiritual. But we have to judge, as Pujapajita much like to say, a person by their ideal, because that which they will be, that is what they will become. It's generous to say we should not judge a person by its, by its past, but by its present. But he said we should judge them not by their present, but by their future, by the ideal that they hold hmm, dear to themselves. So, this is our ideal, Brajlila. And, um, And it's a very friendly, uh, family-friendly <laughs> uh, place. I mean, you know, to, for children to be the center of, of of a man and wife's life is 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 fairly common. It's all about the family, right? It's all it's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Family first. Yeah. This is extreme uh, family-centered uh, perspective, and, and and so much so that the. The words of the rishis about detachment and renunciation, they just have no, they fall on deaf ears in, in Braj. Hmm? Of course, there's a higher reason for that, as, as we know. <laughs> um, that's the power of bhakti, that it can be in the midst of all such things and it, the power to spiritualize. Hmm? Um, it's not, it's, uh, it's, it's thought by the by the big gyanis, and, and particularly in the Mayavad tradition, to be for the weaker people, the more emotional um, people. They'll, they can do bhakti and then give it up, and, and they can come to knowledge and so forth. 
but our idea is different. That unlike Gyan, for example, which requires certain qualification, for example, of purity of heart in order to, for Gyan to enter, Bhakti can enter even impure heart and purify. So, so there they were. Um, Balaram detained hmm, by a uh, um, what would include the appearance of relatives and some from out of town hmm, coming and so forth and uh, so he could not go for a day similar to what happened with the in terms of the Agasur Leela and Rupa Goswami and Bhaktivedanta Sindhu in inciting the uh, nature of the relationship between Krishna and Balaram um, gives us uh, this verse which is relevant to our discussion. Balaram speaking. Today is my birth titi. Therefore my affectionate mother has kept me here at home in order to bathe me. Subal, tell Krishna that I said he should by no means go to Kaliya's lake today. So, <laughs> uh, here he is playing his part as the older brother, Daoji, hmm? and um, and also it's apparent from the verse that he knows his mind very well. Hmm? He has a sankul bhav, so there he has this bundling together of the of the um, sakiras. Batsaliras and Dasiras, he's considered a Sakirati personality because that's the prominent one. But um, sometimes the Batsali side or the, the uh, Dasi side uh, will, will take precedence. So here, the nature of his relationship with Krishna is described in terms of that Batsalya influence as the older brother and looking out for him. But again, uh, how well he knows the mind of Krishna is also uh, significant. In the commentary, uh, Jiva Goswami goes on to say that that uh, Subal didn't didn't get there in time. Hmm. In the words, um, for some reason he was delayed in bringing the message, and Krishna was off. And by the time Subal caught up, they were already caught up, Krishna and his friends, in the pursuit of um, pursuing to some extent the forbidden fruit. Hmm? Krishna is now surrounded, he was surrounded by so many coward boys at arm's length, as if taking the role of Balaram to protect him, while in fact just wanting to be that much closer to him and and uh, have nothing between um, themselves and him. <clears throat> and um, I'll read a little bit about that. Taking advantage of Balaram's absence, boy after boy surrounded Krishna at arm's length as if to make up for Ram's absence and protect him, when in fact they were simply eager to gaze upon his beautiful form without obstruction. However, only Balaram knew amongst them. They knew something was up, but only Balaram knew that Krishna intended to graze. This is the extent to which he knew 
what was on Krishna's mind. He knew that Krishna had an intention to graze the pregnant cows near Kaliya, so abiding in the general rule not to go, not having heard Balaram's specific um, caution or order on this day, and his excuse, no one has gone there. No one goes near there. So we'll go close enough to take advantage of all the lush grasses that have been growing. We get too close, nothing will be growing because the poison is bubbling out and so forth, and trees on the banks are dying. And as we heard, Garuda only preserved one tree, that Kadamba tree, knowing that Krishna would come and perform this leela and, uh, and so forth, and with the hope that Krishna would purify Kaliya. But beyond that range, so to speak, of the bubbling poison of the of the lake, then still no one had gone close. So the grasses there were very, very lush, and with coward sensibilities, Krishna desired to take the pregnant cows that far. This is what was on his mind, and graze them on those grasses. So he he was not permitted to enter the lake itself or even get close to it but that is not to say that he and the boy but that is not to say that he but this is not to say that had the boys known they would not have gone with Krishna for like him they too were fearless in his company and indeed adventure was at hand and as such there was no time for hesitation. So they're off on an adventure. They weren't sure. They weren't. They didn't have the same insight entirely as as Balaram. But as they started to move in the direction, it became apparent. Wow, we're going there or close, right? Mm-hmm. So never, never to miss out on such a, um, such adventures is really characteristic of their their sentiment. Hmm? So, upon grazing the cows and relaxing with his friends, Krishna could not resist to go ahead himself without them and view the legendary lake from the shore. Hmm. And um, was a, we heard a little bit about it. We heard Kavikarnapur's description of it. Uh, pig lake, eight miles wide and eight miles deep. <laughs> something like that very big lake and and uh, you know, what lies within what 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 uh, what possibilities and who is this Kaliya and so forth that we heard about we've heard about since we were even younger and it's a long history and so forth and, hmm. so the heroism within Krishna desired was was mounting hmm. And he desired to call out Kaliya, but what he happened was that he heard, while he adventured ahead, he heard the cowherd boys and the cows, boys wailing and the cows mooing in distress. And what had happened, which then caused him to return, what had happened was that the cows had drunk some water that had been contaminated hmm? 
by the lake. And they died, or so it appeared, right on the spot. And so the cowherd boys, seeing that the cows had died, they drank the water as well. What was their thinking? Their thinking is worth considering. They uh, they thought, well, here, you know, in one sense, here we are, we're just young cowherds now, which is the early part of our Pogunda Lila, where we've gotten the the opportunity to herd the cows, a, a adult responsibility, and we are taking this burden of our fathers hmm, and uh, the business, so to speak, and uh, t- stepping into responsible shoes and feeling like like young adults, a little bit intoxicated by that, by their importance and sense of responsibility, and here their cows died, and their pregnant ones, and they're going to come back and say, "Well, they, you know, what happened? Sorry, you know, this is just like this is something that they couldn't, they couldn't digest the thought." But on a higher level, also, on within the context. Uh, of the Leela, of course, they thought not only in terms of family um, considerations just mentioned, but this is their dharma. Hmm? So this is their dharma. They're vaishas, they're cowherd people, they're cowherds. And so this attention to, to dharma, the duty, hmm? uh, even if even if it means that uh, um, I'll be in danger or the cost of my life i'll stand up for my dharma something like that so there is a sh- there's a sh- there's a shell an outer covering of the varnashram that we find there of course which is the structure that superficially you know can holds it together well the bhavas was what's what's fueling it right so of course they're not talking about their bhava but they're talking about the varnashram that's part of the, the bhava <laughs> Right, so so this is our our dharma. We're religious people. This is this is our position in the social religious uh, order, and adherence to that is the life of a person. This is, of course, a time in which the material uh, responsibilities and uh, way of life, livelihood, I should say, of um, young people was determined at an early age, which just sounds very foreign to our present um, culture, right? Um, Even when I was young, it was much more uh, determined than it is now. Now we youth are bombarded with so many uh, opportunities and and very much encouraged to challenge authorities. And, of course, authorities have been disappointing, so... There's a good reason for that in, in one sense, but it's um, um, if that were not the case, hmm, then it would be certainly um, uh, unbecoming and uh, not not wise on their part. Varnashram was a system that sought to uh, seeks, I should say, to to bring material balance to someone that they might be 
thereby to that extent sattvic, whether it be a sudra or a vaisha or a, a brahman, to be dharmic in terms of one's particular uh, bio psychophysiological nature under the uh, under the influence of the modes um, uh, to be in balance and do the, the engage in the corresponding duties of the particular varna was to be sattvic hmm. although the the sudras are governed partly by tamaguna the, the Vaishas by a mixture of Raja and Tamas, and the, these Chatriyas by Rajas, the Brahmins by Sattva. There's Sattva in all of them. Sattva means, in one sense, that balance. So to, to, to do, to move according to your psychophysiological nature and have duties that are uh, fulfilling, which is, 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 a, is required for a healthy society, and to plug into those and, and, and so forth was to be. Uh, psychologically well-balanced and thereby in a better position, so to speak, to pursue the vertical growth of actual um, spiritual life. Hmm? Pursue the, the, the big G, capital G good, as opposed to the small G good. Hmm? So, young young, young boys, young girls, they're, they're kind of like, they're, it's all figured out, so to speak. It, it sounds terrible to the modern society, but it's very appealing in, in another sense. It's like, okay, we got that worked out, mm-hmm. and it, it works out if it because because it's in the context of something much more significant. Hmm? You're going to do this materially, and in the context of that, be better positioned to pursue the real meaning, the real happiness, the ananda of the self, hmm? the ananda of Brahman. The Ananda of Bhakti. Hmm? Of course, these are uh, uh, not part of the modern society's uh, um, uh, worldview. Hmm? And so, from our perspective, they are trying to get what could what what could be gotten by going within, by by going without. Hmm? And they really do go without as a result. Uh, but by rather than going within, um, well, they go without <laughs> and try to find just what their very atma has hmm? that exceeds in quantity and quality anything that you could possibly derive through interacting with the senses, with sense objects, hmm? and thoughts about them. Hmm? This is the idea. Hmm? So to put that atma out of the picture, we're still left pursuing ananda, hmm? happiness. Everybody's pursuing happiness. Hmm? And so with, with it's thought that by more varieties, more choices, people will be more happy. Hmm? Um, and free. Hmm? Freedom, very desirable. Freedom of choice and, uh, and so forth. So this is where we end up when we de- when we uh, detach philosophy from revelation, hmm? insights from those who have gone within, what they've heard, 
the shruti, and then spoken, and then th that would that having been thought about, remembered, meditated on, and further explained through narrative from the shruti to the smriti, this great body of Eastern um, revelation, and the Western, if you will, uh, revelation, is at its heart emphasizing. Uh, of course, it's a similar ideal. I had a very, I've mentioned it before, nice evening at, in the uh, Saragrahi area um, a couple times back uh, when I was invited to the um, to a social religious function of the um, Mennonites. Hmm? There's a Mennonite man who does the grading work for us at Saragrahi. And um, so he invited me, and it uh, was very inspiring. I mean, they were um, uh, very, very much in the consciousness of living in this world only for the purpose of going to to, to Jesus and his kingdom. <laughs> That's the, with every, Everything was only for that. Hmm? Nothing here was permanent, uh, and it was very apparent in the way they dressed, in the in the the nature of the the the, the, the construction of the of the um, the church, in the interactions with one another. I mean, it was one of the fascinating things was that it was a, it was a kids were doing dramas and poetry side recitings and songs, and they were performing, mm -hmm. um, and. And uh, afterward, there was no applause. There was uh, some awards were given uh, for something I forget, um, but there was no like even applause at that time. And no one was no one was everyone's only honoring Jesus here. We're only honoring of honor for ourselves. And, and uh, but again, very much just this is just a, a temporary spot here. A lift off to go there was was their their idea, and of course they they live rather uh, insular. They don't they don't they don't watch television and uh, um, uh, they're 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 not involved in politics at all, mm -hmm. and so forth. It was very inspiring actually uh, to to see. I mean everyone is living in a particular consciousness, whether it be American consciousness, Republican consciousness. Conservative consciousness, liberal consciousness, Russian consciousness, Mennonite consciousness, Krishna consciousness. So take your pick, <laughs> and uh, which is which is more reasonable and which has more prospect then for becoming happy if that's what appears to be the the goal of everyone. So it was already worked out, right? They were cowherds. Born coward families, and there could be an exception. Someone had a nature that was different. All right, then. But typically, there, um, in more 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 instances than not, that wouldn't be the case. So they take over the same uh, dharma. Hmm? And of course, dharma once because one's dharma is is once in terms of duty or responsibility corresponds with one's nature. Hmm? Then it's difficult to change anyway, right? Difficult to change your nature. Hmm. Of course, 
that at the same time is something we're trying to do because we are, as much as we appreciate the Varnashram, the identity that arises out of Varnashram to us or out of our psychobiological sense of self is only as useful as we can assign features of it, bhakti to features of it. Hmm? And um, in this way, um, make our entire life a an offering of our self, our offering of our even sense of material self that uh, that is uh, lingering in the context of our uh, turning, our changing our identity, hmm? right? Um, from the enjoying ego to the serving ego, taking that uh, uh, now sadhaka deya and and and, and perfecting it. Hmm? So we're 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 also at odds with with the varnashram, you know, in one in one sense, right? Hmm? Therefore, naam vipro na cha na arapati na pi na sudro. Mahaprabhu said, "I'm not a Brahmin. I'm not a Chatriya. I'm not a Sanyasi. I'm not a Sudra." I'm a servant of Krishna, who is the lover of the gopis, and so forth. Servant of the servant of servant. So, on a higher level, then, also the cowherds are I'm giving different reasons why they're ready to die. Ready to die because the cows have died. That's their dharma. That's their family, you know, responsibility, their identity. Their, it's, it's their varnashram dharma, but on a higher level, we may also see it. Is this is this is although they are siddhas, hmm, there are things that siddhas do that are also done by sadhakas. Hmm? The siddhas are siddhas, for example, are sharanagatas. They're surrendered. The sadhakas are cultivating sharanagati. That the siddhas aren't sharanagatas. They're more than sharanagatas, but they're sharanagatas also. So, in one sense, their commitment to their cowherding, which is their, they've got they've got a service in terms of context of their sakya to Krishna, and involving cows and so forth, right? So this this is their 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 barandas, barandas, shabandas, barandas, smarandas, apandas, prapatidas. In rag bhakti, so in rag bhakti, first comes shravan. Shravan. Shravan means hearing, and kramshuda um, shravan. Like we're doing, Kram means step, step, step. Hmm? So it means to hear about the lila, hmm? corresponding with it, with an, with an ideal, systematically. Not just hear a little Krishna story over there. Let's leave that was, but focused in a, in a systematic way. Typically, it often start to refer to the Astakal Leela, but it may also refer to like going through the Bhagavatam systematically, step by studying the Prakat Leela, 
as we were going through here, um, some of the some of the chapters and so forth. Hmm? This kind of shravan. In the context of this shravan, then comes baran. So baran means acceptance, acceptance. So I'm hearing, and we're hearing from our guru, hmm? and and in a systematic way, and then the opportunity, it becomes apparent to us that the opportunity through this hearing that is being presented to us is to have an identity in the context of what we're hearing from the Leela. Hmm? And so now does this need to be discussed hmm? with Gurudev? And then he says, yes, all right, hmm? and helps us to refine an identity hmm? in the context of the Leela. And then Bharandasa means to accept it. I die for that. Hmm? I've accepted this is this is this is my role. Hmm? And this this is this is the great now uh, in in more detail opportunity. I've often described the uh, windows of opportunity in our sampradaya in a broad sense. Hmm? Just like sometimes we 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 published the book uh, Oh my friend about Prabhupada's affinity for this window of opportunity, Sakiras. We haven't gone in, in detail in the book of the specifics. Hmm? Hmm? You understand? Of his, of his particular uh, role, service, hmm? name, so forth, in the Leela. So Apandas means to accept that. So at a higher level here, the cowherds are exhibiting this kind of, with, with their resolve. Hmm? If we can't be the cowherds in Sakirati, then we'd better be, might as well die. Hmm? This, so with the kind of a do or die, that, yes, this this is, this. I'm living now for this alone. It's a serious matter. Then in the context of Apandas, then they'll be smarn. Hmm? So then they'll be smarn without bhava. Hmm? Smarn means, of course, meditation, remembering, without bhava. What you've heard, remembering. Without bhava, but kind of mentally, the idea is mentally placing oneself in the bhava by thinking about this ideal. And then um, from smarandas comes apan. Apan means then, then the bhava comes. And then... Sampati means attainment of brain. So, so these are another way, another way in which uh, a different way in which stages of, of, of rag bhakti have been uh, described. So I like to think here, at any rate, of the cowherd's commitment, if you will, to their their herding, hmm, in light of these ways that I've described their, their family position. You know, how can we go home without without the cows? <laughs> it'd be worse than death some things are worse than death hmm? at least if we died along with them we would have shown our our. we couldn't live without it hmm? that, 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 that not that we'll okay we'll, we'll go on you know <laughs> we actually embraced it entirely 
then from a Varnashram point of view also, in the context of the Leelas, is their dharma. It's duty, like Ram was so Varnashramic. I mean, Ramchandra. He's so um, uh, adherent to the dharma on a human level, small g, that you start to think he's not human. No one could be that small g good. Hmm? And actually, regardless of what might happen as a result of pursuing the right, morally right thing to do, he's doing it. This is frightening to the measure of his morality. We see that in Mahaprabhu also in terms of his sannyas leela, and it was frightening for the old seasoned sannyasis to see this 24-year-old boy's adherence to the sannyas dharma. Hmm? And then we take it a step further in thinking about it, how we should accept the opportunity that's presented to us in hmm, Ragbhakti, Apandas. Hmm? That's not a, something of yeah, I think I'll try that out. <laughs> so it's, that means it's well-reasoned. One has done shravan considerably understood. He may come and ask, and Guru Dave may say, what do you know? And they show you don't know much. <laughs> like people used to, devotees used to sometimes come to me and say, uh, Tripari, uh, I'd, like, I'd like to go out with you on book distribution and learn book distribution. And I, and I, I would say, really, did you chant your rounds? I didn't see you at Mongol Arctic. Where were you last night for the class? No, I want to learn book distribution from you. This is how you learn. You have to do all these things. One time I was asked by two sannyasis. I was still uh, brahmachari at the time. To uh, he had a group of they had a group of devotees that were raising money for some of Prabhupada's projects in India. So they wanted me to lecture them about going out and interacting with the public and asking for donations, which we would do when we sold the books and so forth. So I agreed, and then I, I began to... All I spoke about was rising early in the morning, chanting your rounds, being regulated, and so forth. And, and then the, the, one of the sannyasis said, yeah, see, it's a yoga. That's what it is. It's yoga. Yeah. He liked it. And that was my technique. Everybody wanted to know my technique. That was the main technique. So I wouldn't I would take everybody's interest seriously because I could see they were, they, if they didn't, my idea was if they didn't have the solid kind of a spiritual program, they weren't going to fare very well going out and bumping heads with materialistic people and trying to sell them a Bhagavatam. And, and um, and meet some nice girl on the, you know, at the airport who invites you home, you know. <laughs> We're missing an action. <laughs> what happened to that cowherd? Where'd that guy go? <laughs> uh, he wasn't a cowherd yet, I see. <laughs> so those things happen, too. So I wouldn't take them seriously. So, so that, you know, we want to be taken seriously. We have to you know, hear very carefully. Here's a tattva also. Hmm? Right, understand the underlying and so forth. So, and then that uh, that commitment. 
Barandas. So they're committed like this, with that kind of um, do-or-die type of attitude. Sridhar used to say that, that Anartana Bhajana Kriya, that before uh, Nishta is to be accepted with a do-or-die type of attitude, um, some commitment. Hmm? So, anyway, seeing their condition and commitment to cowherding, to dharma, Krishna condemned his curiosity and considered his sense of heroism to have been no more than a rationalization of his impulsive nature that had now resulted in disaster. How would he explain himself to the elders? How could he continue his own life without his friends and cows? For what is a cowherd without cows? What is a friend without friends? Can there be Shakti Man without Shakti? Of course, Krishna's different, so he could make a solution. And this situation in the in the Leela gave an opening for his this is all Madhurya. This is all the drama of sweetness. It's a sad part, but it's very sweet at the same time. Hmm? Uh, and, and they died. So, there's nothing supernatural here. But now the supernatural Aishvarya Shakti has an opportunity to, to, to play a role in the context of Krishna's Madhurya, sweet, human-like Leelas. Hmm? So she gets an opportunity. It's typically that Krishna is displaying Aishvarya as Mahavishnu, hmm? as Narayan and Vaikuntha and so forth. Hmm? But you see the Aishvarya Shakti, her nature, hmm? that when she gets an opportunity to play a role in his Madhurya, which in general sense means sweet Leela, she really takes advantage of it. Hmm? So much so that when she does, to use an example, probably the most prominent example, when she was allowed to step in for the sake of enlightening Brahma, hmm? she so showed so much Aishvarya. It's like, I got my chance. <laughs> that the Aishvarya that was displayed... Hmm? in Braj that involved Krishna expanding himself as all the coward boys and then before Brahma's eyes all those coward boys turning into Vishnu's with universes emanating from them Narayans with universes and Brahma's <laughs> It, it, it was just like overwhelming. This is probably the greatest example of Aishvarya in all the Leelas of all the avatars and all the manifestations of the Godhead combined hmm? in Braj, hmm? which is a place where there's practically no Aishvarya. <laughs> of course, in the Prakat Leela. So she, she got a chance here in the Prakat Leela to do this. And here's another chance. So when she gets her opportunity, it's rare. So sweet is that Leela 
this Aishvarya Shakti wants to have some some role. Hmm. Right. So now, now an opportunity comes. He has to do something supernatural given the situation. How can he go home? Hmm. Okay. How can he live? His cows have died. His friends have died. Hmm. So as Aishvarya, and he's really thinking like that. As I just described, see what my curiosity has done. I was warned by Balaram, don't go to the lake. Hmm? Okay, I went close. I kept the cows behind, pregnant cows and the boys, but I ventured forward. And in doing so, this occurred due to my curiosity. Hmm? I was thinking I would be heroic, but, but I just rationalizing my impulsive nature and now it's resulted in disaster and this is how Krishna's feeling this is his Madhurya he's actually thinking and feeling that imagine what <laughs> the weight of that now he's just plunged in from going carefree with his friends and curiosity and taking risk and excitement and so forth as young boys may do now He's, it's resulted in, in absolute disaster, and he's devastated by it. Hmm? So his, um, Aishvarya Shakti is coming to the rescue, so to speak. Hmm? So she manifests here. Hmm? Understanding the situation, Krishna's Aishvarya Shakti took advantage of the opportunity to enter his intimate leela and play a significant role. As such, Krishna manifested as many forms as there were fallen cowherds and embraced each one and picked each and every one of them up bringing them back to life with his loving gaze because each boy individually experienced that Krishna was reviving him None of them saw the Aishvarya, hmm, that he's reviving all of them at the same time. So it, she's there, but, it, but given the, given the uh, deference to the nature of the Leela, she's hiding. I mean, she, I gave the example of sh showing Aishvarya to Brahma, but the cowards weren't present for that. Hmm? So, so she has her way of taking advantage of opportunity and then very tastefully becoming involved in the Leela, but not to the extent that it players start to have doubts and um, and start to see Krishna in another light other than my as intimate, sweet friend, son, and so forth. Of course, they always have a slight way out even when they do see it, because as we know, hmm, in his uh, the name giving ceremony uh, overseen conducted by Gargamuni Gargacharya, the Acharya said, based on his chart, <laughs> that Narayan will do wonderful things through this this boy. So they have s some way of r rationalizing whenever they see a, to some extent some Aishvarya. But here. Each one was personally resurrected from the dead. Hmm? 
each one of the coward book by Krishna personally through holding him in his arms and just by his loving glance. Hmm? Because each boy experienced Krishna personally reviving him, none of them was aware of the Aishvarya at hand and thus experienced only the most intimate sweetness in the arms of their beloved friend. However, although each boy experienced Krishna's sweet, undivided, loving attention, each boy also pondered the fact, so here we go, that Krishna had performed the miracle of his resurrection. <laughs> so they're somewhere aware of it, and there, therefore they go to the default. Well, okay, good for Gargacharya. We, we, we heard that. So, philosophically, of course, then, there's a point to be made, too, that... Um, Coming back to life, as it were, they, the cowards implicitly understood that Krishna was the source of their own consciousness. Krishna then attended every cow, embracing their necks, scratching them, and whispering in their ears. Krishna revived each of them, and they in turn began to protectively lick him as if he were their calf. You ever see a calf born and how the mother naturally protects and, and, and licks him and cleans him up and so forth? Hmm? So they began to lick Krishna like this. And inside their womb were the cows kicking, wanting to come out and have the darshan of Krishna. Hmm? They almost, almost were almost born early <laughs> as a result of this extraordinary uh, circumstances. Hmm? Actually, they're and their calves kicked from within their mother's wombs, expressing desire to have Krishna's darshan. However, once revived, the cows and the boys remained somewhat disoriented, tears flooding their eyes. They remained dazed. So, now, Krishna solved the situation, and now they're not going to do that again. And now, another feeling is coming in. Now he's really angry. At Kaliya. Hmm? And now he's going to go and perform his heroics that the whole of Braj will, be, will, will witness. Brajraj Krishna Ki Jai, Kaliya Krishna Ki Jai, Gaur Premanandi. Any question? Yes. Well, uh, neither one is described as an Udipana. There are specific things that are Udipanas. Um, but uh, the, uh, the presence of Balaram, I mean, I wouldn't look at it like he's not an Udipana. I mean, he, he's, he's the object of, of worship for, uh, for the cowherds, and he's the example of... Um, the ideal that they that um, they embrace. Um, one thing uh, it's funny. I know a fellow who was interested in Sakirasa, quote unquote, and um, rather than approaching it properly through proper guidance and so forth, he began to read certain books that were really over his head 
and um, and he wasn't understanding him properly. And then he thought, what is this? Krishna really loves the gopis. He doesn't really love the cowherds. He's with the cowherds, and he's thinking of the gopis. Hmm? And then he lost interest, and he, and he gave up Gaudiya Vaishnavas. <laughs> so, in, in reality, he had two options. <laughs> he could have pursued the Priyanarmasaka, Bhava, hmm? and been a friend. Hmm? Like Krishna, even if he appears not to be interested in me, he's appearing to someone else. He's interested in someone else. I'm interested in bringing him to someone else, helping him. I'm his friend, right? Hmm? Or if you're not, if you're a Priyasaka and you're not going with Krishna when he goes, uh, and and rendezvous with the gopis, for example, at, at, at midday, then you're staying with his other self hmm? in the form of Balaram, right? Hmm? Um, so, you're, it seems to resolve the problem that he, that he was uh, perceiving. So, no, I wouldn't say there. There's nothing how to think about it. How to, if, um, what else? Udipanas are things like Krishna's flute, his Boganda age, these types of things as conch shell, and that would be in, in a Matura, his buffalo horn, hmm. um, certain act, certain. Um, his heroics. Playing like a king, it's all it's kind of st stimulus. Hmm. Balaram is the um, in, in an Udipan in another sense. I don't think that's how you're thinking of it, but as the uh, you have Udipana as a Lambana, and uh, so. Uh, uh, Krishna's the Vishaya Lambana, the devotees the Ashraya Lambana. Hmm. Balaram can be the Vishaya Lambana. Hmm. He can also be the Ashraya Lambana. You understand? He can be the object of love. He can be the shelter of Sakyabhav in relation to Krishna. Hmm. So that, that's the Lambana Vibhavs. The, I'm not saying Udipana, but. Vibhav. There are two types of Vibhav. There's the Udipana Vibhavs and there's the Alumbana Vibhavs. Hmm. And they both like, have like a causal, locative and causal. They, they, they locate the Bhav and they, um, in, in a sense, are, are causal. Hmm. Even though they arise out of the Stai Bhav, they, they energize it. So. So Balaram being present or absent is, is, is not an Adipa Navibhav. What else? What's the time? Okay, it's a little late. We'll stop there. Shri Shidaji Gopal Kijai. Gaud Premanandi.
Sumatikida.